Welcome to Heart Health Radio with board-certified cardiologist and internal medicine specialist, Dr. Franklin Weefall. Heart Health Radio, Heart Health Radio, oh, 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 hearthealthradio.com, Heart Health Radio. Heart Health Radio is meant for information purposes only. Before taking any action, talk to your doctor. We got to get that changed, information and entertainment. Yeah, information purposes, but you know... If your information is good, yeah, it's entertaining. We hope so. And and if you give out dry information, take this drug, this, and it's not entertaining, <laughs> does it really make an impact? We are thirty percent funnier than the Mayo Clinic radio. Well, only if and- you hold the Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> what you call it? You know what you called it? The ketchup? Right? No. What no. Was that we clinic. We our clinic is. The Tartar Clinic. The Tartar Sock Tartar Sock Clinic, which is not that far from the Mayonnaise Clinic, which is not <laughs> far from... Anyway, my name is Dave Alexander. This is Dr. Franklin Weefold. We're in the middle now of Heart Health Radio, uh, or at least we've started. Main stories today include an article on the president, which didn't. I, we think that somebody has taken it a little too far. A little too far. Vitamin D. Is it a protection from the virus. And we have an article written with the title, Vicious Little Suckers. Now, I'm not speaking coarsely. I'm not no, being in No, because physically, it happened. These are little suckers. It was, yeah. It's a mosquito story coming up. Yes. But first, we want to talk about what? The president? Well, okay. So, let me ask you something. Yeah. Okay. You, you ever heard, like, the most chilling thing you, your boss could tell you is that 60 Minutes is here and they want to talk to you. <laughs> yes. I mean, so who was the stupid idiot in the White House Yeah, who got President Trump to talk to Bob Woodward like 20 times? I mean, right. Right. if you don't know, Bob Woodward was the um, Watergate guy for the Washington mm-hmm. Post. He and yeah. Carl Bernstein right. brought down the president of the United States. So what does he want to do? Right. He wants to bring down another president. And so well, the question I have yeah. is did he really think that Bob Woodward was on his side and was going to induce him to say things that would make him look good? Yeah. Now, what did he say that's really controversial? He said, I played down the virus. I didn't. I knew it was deadly, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to panic the country. Right. They keep leaving out, but I didn't want to panic the country. Right. And so whether you agree or not to play down the virus, let's give another example. Mm-hmm. Fauci the hero. Okay. What did he say? We've talked about this. Oh, you don't need to wear a mask. And even before then, on February 29th, you know, the panic hit. It, the, the stuff hit the fan yeah. in mid-March. On February 29th, he was on TV saying, we don't need to change our ways. We'll get through this. Now, if Trump knew that this was going to be a problem, Fauci knew. Mm-hmm. So why aren't they skewering Fauci? Now, what do I think about all this? Should they have played it down? I'm not a politician. I'm not the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. I can't make a political decision like that. Now, what is a political decision? Right. You have to take everything into account. Mm-hmm. Would the economy crash? Would companies suddenly close? Would people go hungry? Right. Or do you tell everybody it's going to be okay and get ready? 
Now, that's what they say, that he killed 200,000 people knowing it was going to kill 200,000 people, and he could have stopped it. Now, name another country that stopped it. I can only think of one, okay? France, higher per capita death rate than us. Sweden, who they love, right? Mm-hmm. They want us to be like Sweden. Mm-hmm. What did Sweden do? Sweden know. did the minimum. They wanted to, to induce herd immunity. And anybody over the age of 75 didn't get treated. So the whole point I'm trying to make is why aren't they saying that Macron, who is the president of France, mm-hmm. why aren't they saying the president of Spain, do you know who that is? I don't no, know. I Merkel not. is Germany. Why aren't they saying they have blood in their hands? Because we all did it basically in the Western civilization. We all did it the same way. Now, why wasn't he prepared? Okay, what did he try to do? He tried to stop travel from China. But what did everybody say then? He's a racist and xenophobe. He had a million tests ready to go. And these are the good tests. The PCR measured the virus test. The CDC made a million tests ready to go. We're going to find out who's got it. We're going to isolate them. We're going to contact trace them. And we figured a million tests was enough, but we had zero tests because they didn't work. Yeah. So did we have more people die than needed? Yes, we did. Can we start pinning blame? I mean, look at Cuomo. Okay, you and I disagree on this, okay? You think, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Cuomo was wrong in what he did in the nursing homes. Right. Until until every hospital bed was filled but okay, he, he here's should've... my backlash to that yeah okay they kept telling him and Fauci kept telling him yeah we're going to need 40,000 ventilators you're going to have overrun hospitals right. get them out of there as soon as you can yeah. now did they know ahead of time they were going to only have 70% occupancy people don't realize that 30% of the beds in New York were empty they built a 2500 bed hospital right. that cared for a handful of patients right so what I'm saying is we didn't know, and the experts didn't know. And here's the number one thing that everybody out there needs to know. We were told by China, and we were told by the World Horse, uh, Horse, Horse Health Organization. Oddly enough, it was the World Horse Organization <laughs> that right. told us. The yes. horses you know what, which we can't <laughs> say on radio, that asymptomatic <laughs> people didn't transmit. Uh-huh. And what's the number one reason why we got in trouble? The asymptomatic people transmitted. We're going to talk in the shout-out later on. Yeah. A very sad story about asymptomatic transmission. Mm -hmm. But the point I'm trying to make is stop pointing the fingers. We lost a lot of people. Yeah. Now, thank God I was not in charge of the response, okay? Because I was dead wrong. I mean, Uh. dead wrong. And I assumed that the million tests that we were going to have, Mm -hmm. contact tracing and isolation – was going to work. But what didn't I know? I didn't know that asymptomatic transmission occurred. Now, here's the other thing that's happening. Yeah. Is that now they're saying, oh, uh, uh, we had we had cases in, in Los Angeles in December, so it couldn't have been from the Chinese. If you believe that, I got a bridge to sell you in New York called the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Now, how do they come up with this? They said, well, we had all these pneumonias back then, and, and they must have been covid where did that come from? I mean, they're just assuming it, and so they're getting in these these national prominent magazines and and journals, and they're just saying it. And and it's easy to find out if they had COVID. Okay, mm-hmm. it's real easy. Yeah, blood samples that were taken from the patients yes should have COVID in them, and the X rays. Everybody had an X ray 
who walked into an emergency room with shortness of breath. I guarantee you. Right. Okay. Right. We now know that there are particular diagnostic patterns of COVID pneumonia. So go look at the x-ray. Did they do that? No. So the whole point I'm trying to make is, is that we politicized this event. And it's beyond politics now. It's into craziness. Mm-hmm. And so they said, well, Robert E. Lee only killed 160,000 Americans. Uh, uh, this screaming article is that uh, Trump's responsible for the death of 200,000 Americans. It's the Daily Beast with it with the headline, has any American killed more Americans than Donald Trump? And it's just crazy. Wow. Now, whether or not you want to vote for Donald Trump, whether or not you think he's a terrible guy, sure, I wish he'd stop tweeting, okay? I wish he had never talked to Bob Woodward. I mean, no. it's craziness to no. do that. Okay. I mean, who was it that told him to do that? Uh, it wasn't me. But anyway. Well, look at me. He's not responsible for 200,000 deaths. If, if you want somebody to be responsible, find out who released the virus. Find out who lied and told us it wasn't transmissible by asymptomatic people. Okay. Find that out. And then go back. And I've said this time and time again. Taiwan did it right. Okay? They knew the Chinese were lying because they lied about the other one. They, they, everyone wore a mask. Everyone wore, washed their hands. Even the college students wow. were allowed to go back to school, but they all wore masks. That's called Confucianism. Mm-hmm. It's you better do what your dad says or he's going to do something to you you don't want. Yeah. They did it. Now, our college students, there's an article I saw just the other day. These guys, sit, you know, they're in college. They're sitting yeah. on their uh, uh, their fraternity steps. They're drinking beers. And the cops walk up. They said, don't you have COVID? Yeah. He's got COVID. He's got COVID. He doesn't have COVID. And they're all just sitting around having fun. You can't make people do stuff in this country. Now, it's a good thing and a bad That's thing. True. That's right, true. Elon Musk came here. You imagine what people would have said if he said when he was 22, I'm going to create a rocket company and we're going to go to Mars. Yeah. And at the same time, at the same time, I'm going to make an electric car company. Yeah. And, and sell everybody electric cars. At the same time, I'm going to put chips in people's brains yes. so they can control their phones with their brain. Right. And I'm going to dig tunnels all over the country and have, uh, what's that called? The loop? Hyperloop. Yeah. So, he would have been told he's nuts. And the nice thing about – the great thing about this country is that people don't listen to what you say. <laughs> the bad thing about this country is that people, people don't, don't listen, listen to, to what, what you say. say. And so I don't know. You, and all these kids are Biden's – hiding Biden's um, base. <laughs> have you ever criticized them? You no. think he would criticize those, those frat boys? Because <laughs> they're all going to vote for Biden. Because they're indoctrinated to vote for Biden. But the point I'm trying to make to everybody is, let's stop pointing fingers. Did Trump do things wrong? Heck yes. I, I, I had him on the Hall of Shame. Yeah. And he refused to wear a mask. That's right. And I did. He should have worn a mask. He's got to stop being a jerk about masks. Because masks do offer some protection. It's not a panacea. It's not a cure-all. No. But let's get beyond this. We're going to talk about the Hall of Shame in just a moment. Senator Tillis's staffer said what yeah. to somebody who was ill? That's an amazing story. Also, this Sturgis rally. I saw two articles within two days of each other. One said a half a billion people got COVID because of Sturgis, which is a motorcycle rally. 
And then two days later, yeah, maybe not. Maybe it was wrong. We'll talk about that in the Hall of Shame. Also, um, we're going to do on today's show, I am Dave's drug, a Torvastatin. A Torvastatin. Am I saying it wrong? If you're going to put it in your mouth, you're going to pronounce it right. A Torvastatin. A Torvastatin. So when I take one pill, it's taking a a Torvastatin? <laughs> And a Torvastatin. And a <laughs> 919-860-9783 is our number if you want to jump in. 919-860-9783 on the Heart Health Radio Network. Heart Health Radio. This is Heart Health Radio. 919-860-9783. Call now. Of course, if you're listening at any other time other than little after 12 noon on a Saturday, if you're listening any other time, even the middle of the middle of the night on Apple Podcasts, dial this number 919-745-7422. Senator Tillis has people who answer the phone for him. Oh, Lord. And, and people will call up because they're in a bind. And what did this person say? Okay, so this was a family. Um, the woman had cancer three times. Now, she wasn't ill at that point in time, but her okay. husband lost his job due to COVID yeah. and lost insurance. So she called Tillis's office and said, do you have any ideas what I can do? Okay. And he said, nope. So she said, what am I going to do if I get sick? Well, I mean, he's just not going to be able to pay for it. I mean... What if you go into a grocery store, I mean, a, a department store, and you want a shirt, but you don't have the money? You can't get the shirt. I mean, come on. The, the thing that bothers me about people like that is that it's obvious he has no compassion mm. and no understanding at all. And we elected Senator, I like Senator Tillis. His office has helped me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a life and death situation. But come on. And so Tillis did apologize. I don't think he fired the staffer. If this is your situation, you can get help. Now, Obamacare, uh, the enrollment's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have a job and you don't have income coming in, mm-hmm. you're going to pay about $1.98 a month. Okay, oh. That's how Obamacare works. Yeah, It's by your basis of your income. If that doesn't work for you, there's something called from his insurance. What's that called? You carry it over. Uh. COBRA. Cobra, yeah. So yeah. Cobra means you can purchase the insurance for, I think, three months, and you pay the premium. Right. Now, if you can't afford the premium, it's a very tough situation. Right. Beg, borrow, or steal. There's something else out there called emergency Medicaid. And what happens if you get sick and you have no money and you have no job, you can go to the Department of Social Services and apply for emergency Medicaid. Right. I had a guy. They never seen a doctor because he didn't have insurance. He didn't have any money. I took him on. He needed bypass surgery. He was very sick. And we got an emergency Medicaid, and he made it. Yeah. I had another patient who needed a heart transplant. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he had a green card only. Yeah. And I called um, uh, my congressman's office. They linked me in, and we got him emergency Medicaid, even though he had a green card only. Yeah. Yeah. And he got his heart transplant. And now he's got two kids, and he's a citizen now, and he's doing well. Wonderful. So I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. If this happens to you and you're listening, call me. I've got some people in my office who are awesome at scraping up some dollars. 
through insurance, through other things. And I'm not going to say who the major medical center was. It's in North Carolina. And I had a a patient who was completely indigent and was in the hospital with COVID and was on a ventilator, even got ECMO, you know, the extracorporeal membrane oxygenation, free of charge. Yeah, that's good. Okay, there's charity care out there. Don't be afraid to take charity care. Don't, because this is what America's all about. Now, do I believe there should be insurance options open for people who don't have insurance through their companies? Yes. Uh, Do I believe in expanded Medicaid? I'm not politically astute enough to know whether that's the right way. Mm -hmm. But there's got to be something where we can fall back on and have insurance when these situations happen. And you got to know doctors who do work. I do. Don't everybody who doesn't have insurance call me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I t- the, the lady who got the free care from UNC, I'm giving her free care. And I may get in trouble because Medicare says I can't charge people less than what I charge Medicare patients. And if you treat somebody for free, you're charging them less than Medicare. Well, don't so you think Obamacare it. was so nice and, and generous? I, it made people stop giving free care because okay. it's illegal. Let's talk about Sturgis. It's a big motorcycle party. Bunch of people rolls roll into this place called Sturgis, and I, we immediately hear that it's going to be a super spreader event, and that it turned into a super spreader <laughs> event, and that literally more than a hundred thousand, couple of hundred thousand cases of COVID came directly from Sturgis. Okay, this is the article in North Daily News, a liberal press situation. And the headline is Sturgis Motorcycle Rally linked to 265,000 cases costing $12 billion. Now, how did they come up with this number? Have you ever heard if pigs had wings, they could fly? Yes, I have. This is yes. a if pigs had wings, they could fly situation. They took the cell phone data and they tracked the cell phones from Sturgis and they saw that several of the places where cell phones went, their cases went up 1.5% two weeks later. <laughs> so they said all those cases have to be from Sturgis. They counted them up, okay? Yeah. And then they said each case of COVID costs $40,000. Yeah. And they came up with 12 or I'm sorry, uh $12 billion. Yeah. Total and complete yeah, but, hogwash. Yeah, okay. How's that? Is that allowed? That's good. Hogwash. Yeah, that's good. Because there's no evidence. Now, the what's the evidence? Yeah. That it didn't, only one death from a person went to Sturgis. Okay. If they had spread, you would have expected more deaths. Because where would it have spread first? The people. In Sturgis. Right, right, So the people who came back from Sturgis. Yeah. Have you ever seen those guys? Yeah. yeah. How heavy they are? Yeah. Smokers, uh, diabetics, untreated. Uh, Only one person who attended Sturgis has died. Now, Now, wait a minute. Not. 20 died. No. But 19 were from motorcycle wrecks oh, while they okay. were at Sturgis. Yes, yes. You can't so, blame that on the yeah. disease, no. So this is one of the things we do on the show is trying to get people to understand that you don't believe what you read. Right. Because, no, none of it. No. Uh, it's just – and it's gotten so much worse in the last few years. Right. I mean, you know, New York Daily News said, oh, my God, 265,000 people – $12 billion for a motor... Didn't happen. It's okay. a complete and total lie. Okay. Total. All right. I want to talk about uh, these vicious little uh, suckers. 
Well, yeah. So what happened? We had some bad hurricane weather. Yeah. And it happened to be in areas that were already saturated. Okay, so the Mississippi Delta. Yeah. And, the, you know, people don't realize, they think of Texas, they think of the Badlands, you know, tumbleweed. Yeah, dry. Eastern right. Texas is, you know, big agricultural region. Mm-hmm. And it's near Louisiana and all this other stuff. So when the ground gets saturated, the mosquitoes come out like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. And so... I didn't realize this because I just found out about it. They kill cows. They actually attack a cow at one time. The entire – the black yeah. Angus cows you can't tell, but the Herefords you can't. Yeah. Because the Herefords look like black Angus, and they kill them. And apparently people walk out, and their legs are immediately covered by mosquitoes. Wow. So we haven't had this situation yet. We could still have it because hurricane season's not over yet. Yeah, that's right. Some of the worst hurricanes come in September, October. Yeah. What do you do? First thing I think, everybody who lives in eastern North Carolina, because that's wetlands. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Johnston County, they have marshes and swamps. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. what do we do? The best thing to do is to keep the mosquitoes away from you in the first place. Because mosquitoes carry uh, rocky uh, – that's ticks. I mean, they carry um, – what's that? Zika. Yes. All the other uh, tick-borne. I mean, uh, is there – can people about? catch – Triple E, right. Eastern, equine, equine and, cephalitis. and cephalitis. So you want to keep mosquitoes away, especially if there's a swarm of them. Right. Because the more mosquitoes, the greater the chance. There is a device you can buy at any hardware store. It's got a propane tank, and it's got a trap, and it puts out carbon dioxide. Right. And all the mosquitoes rush to it, and they die. Put a couple of those in your backyard. And then DEET, D-E-E-T, not DDT. D as in dog, E-E-T, D, Edward, dog, Edward, Edward, Tom. That is the best insect repellent, and you got to use it. This is the Heart Health Radio Network. We're only halfway through the radio program. I wish you would tune in to us on Apple Podcasts or at hearthealthradio.com. Now back to Heart Health. Have a question for Dr. Weefald? Call 919-860-9783. This is Heart Health Radio, 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. My name is Dave Alexander. This is Dr. Franklin Weefald of Millennia Cardiovascular, and we're going to get with Rose Hoban in just a little bit. She's always with us at about this time. Um, we're going to talk about talk about a COVID outbreak at the Pitt County Jail. I lack the ability to push the button to turn... the the phone onto the radio but rose welcome to the show how you doing today good how are you hi rose good hi doc how are you i'm good you're hannah crutchfield can crutchfield travis oh i see Uh, this is hannah crutchfield and 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 she's talking about travis and a fiance uh, in her article about the pitt county jail what's going on on with that yeah well um you know we wrote a first story, of, or she wrote a first story about uh, the Pitt County Jail, and since then she's been getting phone calls from relatives and uh, friends and fiancés and also um, uh, inmates at the jail. And they are alleging, and the, the uh, Pitt County Jail has not really been terribly forthcoming about, uh, you know, saying, oh, no, um, but... Um, they have been saying that, you know, they're not really getting the things 
listen, I mean, you're, 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 you're stuck in a room with a dormitory with maybe a couple dozen other inmates and they're not getting masks. They're not getting hand sanitizer. They're not, you know, they're not getting tested. Uh, and so it's kind of spreading kind of sort of like wildfire. And these guys were saying that, you know, they're, they're pretty much just laying there feeling like hell. This is in the Greenville area. By the way, folks, listen to us. I think in the jail also. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, talk 96.3 and 103.7. How many inmates? Yeah. Um, let me see. It's, uh, I've, uh, I think this is the way, you know, we've been writing about inmates, and so I'm getting confused. We had a, there's another big outbreak in Alamance County Jail with 120. This is, they're saying about 27 men in one dormitory. Um, and the, they were saying the whole dorm was sick and that a lot of them had fevers and coughs. Um, so at least that... Have they had any uh, hospitalizations or deaths or anything like that yet? Not that we know of. And again, it's been very challenging to get this information out of the local jail system. You know, that for the state prison system, there's one organization, it's the Department of Public Safety, and... They've not been super forthcoming about hospitalizations either. And then um, in the jails, they're run by each county. So there are 99 jails in the state, and they're all run by separate sheriff's offices. So they're separate entities. So there's there's no no one place to go. Yeah, no law that states that they have to have appropriate health care and appropriate... Um, you know, masks and stuff like that. I mean, there's no law so, that states that. Um, uh, I think there's some laws that say that they're they're supposed to get health care, but um, I think the laws are stronger in the prison system than in the jail system. Don't the, sh- the think- sheriffs have to pay for the jail out of their budget, right? Correct. Correct. So, so duh, they're not going to they're not going to provide it. You know. Uh, I, You'll say, I did not say that. But, um, <laughs> hey, That's Rose, fine. if you haven't noticed, I'm really not afraid to say much. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, I know some sheriffs, and they're on a pretty shoestring budget. Uh-huh. And, you know, we can do have another deputy, or you're going to provide everybody N95 masks. Wow. Know? So maybe well, what we ought to do. Maybe cost five bucks a pop or something like right, that. But, right. you know, and I think one of the. There, and this is just um, conjecture, but perhaps one of the reasons why we're not seeing a lot of deaths in these settings is because these inmates tend to be younger, so they have not accumulated as many pre-existing conditions. They don't have the diabetes. They don't have the high blood pressure. Nonetheless, we're seeing that in some young people, they get COVID and they have um, long-term, you know, there, there's these myocarditis cases, and yeah. I was just listening to an interview today with someone who had been pretty much healthy, um, and then she ended up with COVID and was on a ventilator yeah. for three weeks, So, and now has scarring on her lungs. So, well, you know, I tell you, some... there's, not a, there's not a whole lot that we can't do for them. Thank you, Rose. I appreciate it. I want everybody to go to North Carolina Health News dot org and read these articles and, and learn they're doing a greatly a great thing with a 
daily update. I, I get an email every day yeah. about about what's going on. Thanks, Rose. Uh, the telephone number for everybody else, 919-860-9783. This is Heart Health Radio. We talked about vitamin D at the top of the program. And off the air, I, I was telling you about I'm frustrated about people on the radio trying to sell you supplements. Yeah. Okay, and, so so vitamin D. Uh, we didn't – I mean, it's a new thing. I'd say in the last three or four years that we've really started to measure vitamin D levels. The problem has always been – Yes, if you have a low vitamin D, you're at risk for heart disease, you're at risk for neurologic problems. Yeah. And there was definite evidence that COVID would hit you harder if you had a low vitamin D. Okay. And what I said was, well, what's the proof that giving you vitamin D supplements actually helps you? Right. There's not a lot of proof of that until now. And some doctors got together and, and listened to me, ha, ha, ha. And they said, let's do a study. <laughs> so they took some COVID people who were sick but not on ventilators. Yeah. And they divided them in half. Now, we only had about 100 people. No, they didn't cut the patients in half. <laughs> You're such a mean guy. You make uh, my statements look they take silly. Each, they take each patient. They divide them in half. You yeah, see? Right. Okay. All so right. they took half and gave vitamin D. They all had low vitamin Ds. And right. they had okay. COVID. They gave half vitamin D and half no vitamin D. And as it turned out, the people who got the vitamin D had a much lower risk of having to go on a ventilator. Yeah. Now, the problem is going to be that the powers that be in the medical industrial complex are going to say, no, you didn't have enough patients. You didn't you know, do the statistics right. Yeah. Even though almost everybody got better in your arm, it could have been by chance. There's one thing that people need to know about what? medications that the medical industrial complex has endorsed yeah, and the ones they haven't, <laughs> okay. that even though they show problems, and what are the ones that haven't, that aren't patentable, right? You mean nobody can make, make- any money off of vitamin D except for nature's miracle uh, vitamin company? Yeah. And yeah. what about hydroxychloroquine? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. it was a uh, 35% reduction in in... in uh, sickness and hydroxychloroquine, but it didn't have enough patients to show that it was statistically significant. Uh-huh. Why are they? Uh, it's got to be that you can't patent it. It's a it's a generic drug that's been around for fifty years. Nobody's right. going to make any money off of hydroxychloroquine. And now, what are they attacking again? When they used to say it was great, is plasma therapy? Really? You can't you can't uh, patent my plasma. It's mine. Right. You know, so I guarantee you, you're going to hear that vitamin D is no good, that the only medicine you okay. use is remdesivir at $1,000 a pill. Is there an accepted limit that is a, a minimum limit of what vitamin D I should have in my system? Okay, that's controversial. Okay, okay. everybody will tell you something different. But if your vitamin D level is 10, yeah. whereas normal should be 40, I would recommend that you talk to your doctor about getting on vitamin D. Now, if you're out there, I don't recommend you start popping vitamin D. You can get vitamin D toxicity. Okay. I mean, you can get toxic. Yeah. So if this is an issue, and I check vitamin D and B12 on everybody when I draw their lab, and you would be amazed how many people have low vitamin Ds and low B12. And I put them on it, and they feel better. They have more energy. Their muscles don't ache as much. 
And, you know, I didn't take my B12 shot today, so my brain's a little wacky. I had a guy who was in the mental institution because he was speaking gibberish and he couldn't walk and they thought he was faking it. His vitamin B12 was basically zero. Wow. And we fixed it. So get a level. Talk to your doctor. You may benefit from vitamin D. You just talked people into going on Amazon and trying to buy vitamin D and no, B12. I no, I didn't. Please remember. I always say before you start something, yeah. uh, t- check with your doctor. Now, vitamin B12, you can't hurt yourself by taking it. It's okay. a water-soluble vitamin. You will pee it out. Oh, Can good. I say that word? Yeah. You did. Uh, it will It will be excreted in your urine. Huh. That's um, a better way to say Vitamin D it. may be toxic if you take too much. Let's talk about I'm Dave's drug. Oh, boy. I take something called atorvastatin. Atorvastatin. A- Not a torvastatin. A torvastatin. You say tomato, I say a torvastatin. All right, so what am I taking this for? Okay, so high cholesterol. Yeah. Now, if you listen to the People's Pharmacy, and I have, you know, on NPR, oh, it's a dangerous drug. Oh, it'll kill your liver. Oh, it'll kill your muscles. Oh, mess up your mind. I just want to tell you, when I started in this game 31 years ago, the heart attack death rate was just tremendous. Right. We've reduced it 80%. Now, what helped us reduce that? And I would say yes, stents. And I would say opening up closed arteries. Yes, yes, yes. The number one thing has been statins. And a torvastatin is a obviously a statin. Now, how do mm-hmm. they work? There is an enzyme in your liver. And believe it or not, people don't realize this either. It's not what you eat in terms of the cholesterol levels in your body, although mm-hmm. it would help a little. Mm-hmm. The liver makes all your cholesterol, and cholesterol is important in the walls of your cell called membranes. So we all need cholesterol, but we have much more than we should have if you have a genetic problem with overproduction. So atorvastatin, pravastatin, rosuvastatin, it's a statin on the end. Mm-hmm. They block an enzyme, and I'll just give you the word, no need to remember, HMG core reductase that is the crucial step in our livers producing cholesterol. Yeah. When the cholesterol level is lowered, you get a lower inflammation, so those plaques inside your arteries don't want to burst, and then somehow the cholesterol is reduced inside the plaque. We don't quite know yet. The drugs are fantastic. Now, a torvastatin has a higher risk of muscle aches. There's no doubt about it, okay, because it's fat-soluble. What does that mean? It's going to stay in your system. Okay. Pravastatin is the most fat uh, water-soluble, but it's the problem. It's not as potent. The reason why atorvastatin works so well is its unique chemical structure, but also it hangs around. You take a dose of it, and it's around. Okay. Pravastatin, you excrete it in your urine, okay, quickly. So rosuvastatin is Crestor. Atorvastatin is Lipitor. Okay. Simvastatin was Zocor. Pravastatin is Pravacol. Okay. Now- there's another one called Livalo, and that's Pativastatin, and it's what I take. Mm-hmm. And it's very expensive. Um, I don't know why, except it's probably the last branded statin drug. It's one that you can take safely in liver disease. It's, if you have hepatitis or if you've got you know, a, a chronic liver problem, you should be extremely careful about taking statins because you're at much higher risk. The side effect of a statin can be liver disease, and that's why you don't want to take these over the counter. You want to take a statin under the supervision of a physician, cardiologist, 
endocrinologist, internal medicine specialist, family doctor. Right. You need your liver functions tested. Right. And then you need your muscle functions. It's called a creatinine kinase, a CPK. If you get muscle aches, you need to stop the drug. You need to talk to your physician. And then there are several ways around it. There is an enzyme, a vitamin called CoQ10, that in a lot of individuals, CoQ10 will prevent the muscle aches from a statin. But don't listen to people like the People's Pharmacy. They are life-saving drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, without chemicals, heart attacks will happen. And, and <laughs> they are wonderful medications. And if your doctor recommends one, don't just say, oh, my God, Uncle Sue told – Uncle Sue, uh, Annie Sue yeah. told me that her second cousin died from taking a statin. They're, the side effects are about one in a thousand. That's the simple answer. Yeah. Yeah. One okay. in a thousand. All right. And that's why I go into my doctor every three months and he, he insists on a blood test. He yes. insists about it, even though I don't feel like it. Because it can creep up on you. It can't creep. Okay. We're going to have our shout outs in just a little bit. Also, there is an epidemic of cracked teeth. And we're going to talk about that coming up next on <laughs> an epidemic. Get it? An epidemic of cracked teeth. Cracked teeth. Call us at 919-860-9783 on Heart Health Radio. Well, you know you make me wanna kick my heels up and down. You can listen to Heart Health Radio on Apple Podcasts or at hearthealthradio.com or by doing whatever you did just now to get to the radio station and listen to the rest of the show. Dr. Franklin Weefald, who are we shouting out? Uh, first of all, did you ever see Saving Private Ryan? I did, yeah. Okay, that, I have a lot of World War II vets in my practice. One who was on Normandy Beach and D-Day, he said it was exactly what it was like. Wow. And so these soldiers were getting cut down. And it's true. It, the medics, irregardless uh, of their own lives, would rush to these soldiers. So we have a World War II medic who is finally going to be recognized. He's still alive. He's in his mm-hmm. 90s for what he did on uh, D-Day on uh, Omaha Beach, which you know, 2,500 people were cut down uh, by the Nazis um, and their machine guns. Well, he worked for 30 solid hours, saved wow. hundreds of lives. Why didn't he get this? I mean, people were getting shot all around him, and yeah. he was just oblivious to his own health. Now, why didn't he get it? Why? He was African-American. So they finally decided, thank God the military, is finally decided to give him the Medal of Honor, which is the highest distinction that Mm -hmm. can be had. So shout out to Waverly B. Woodson, who saved hundreds of lives on Omaha Beach on D-Day, risked his own life. God bless him. Well, you've also got a sad, very sad. Yeah, I mean, we could story. think about it as sad, but also I want to celebrate her life. Um, she passed before I could get permission to use her name, so I'm just going to uh, call her Debbie. Okay. Okay. And Debbie uh, was my patient for 20 years. Uh, had some risk factors: a little overweight, had heart disease, multiple coronary stents, had diabetes, had a pacemaker, and she did everything right. She didn't go out of the house. But first of all, she was in a wheelchair. People shopped for her. And, you know, she was kind of sad because she liked to get out to Walmart 
and she wasn't doing it. And unfortunately, a friend of her grandsons and other people uh, gave her COVID in her house. And I'll never forget the panic call I got last week when she asked me what to do because she'd been exposed in her own home. And the answer I gave was, you got to go in your room. You got to get some people to help you and scrub everything down. You got to get somebody to bring you meals. I mean, because we don't have any place that they can shelter in place. Right. You know, in Taiwan, they, they rented out all these rooms and, and scrubbed them out and put people in for quarantine, which is what I would have done for her. But unfortunately, I think she probably already caught it because within, say, four or five days, she was in the emergency room. She went into an intensive care unit, had lungs full of fluid, and had um, the need to be put on a ventilator. And right. she looked at the doctor. She was still conscious. And she said, no, I don't want that. And she uh, met her maker. She's in heaven right now. Wow. And Debbie, which is not your real name, but you know who you are. Uh, I know you're walking with God and you're out of that wheelchair and you're healthy. And we are going to miss you. She came to the office once a month. We just enjoyed having her. And I know that uh, our whole staffs, uh, their hearts are broken. Wow. There was an article this week saying that people who take Tylenol are risk takers. I don't understand that. Okay. So what happened? Risk takers are like 20-year-old kids who, you know, what's the, what's the famous last words? They go, hold my beer and watch this. Okay, <laughs> And they claim that Tylenol is the reason. And so I don't know. What did they do? They went back and looked at risk takers and said, have you taken Tylenol? <laughs> and people who they called not risk takers and did you take Tylenol? And more people took Tylenol who were risk takers uh-huh. than who weren't risk takers. Uh-huh. Now, What's the reason why they took more Tylenol? Because they bumped their heads right. and they got because worn they out. Because they were jumping into pools, doing <laughs> belly flops. They were, you know, uh, on their skateboards, getting hammered. So medical misinformation. Sure. You can take a Tylenol, and it's not going to make you get in your car <laughs> and drive into a bridge. You know, you know that alcohol is an actual... You know, a thing like this. Right. It becomes it makes some people into risk takers. Well, it makes – it's the disinhibitor. <laughs> disinhibitor. Okay? A dis – in other words, like me, <laughs> I have no filter. No, you don't. But if yeah. somebody drinks a little bit, they may be like me. Okay. Now, the problem is I can't drink because without a filter, I am much more without a filter. <laughs> so it's terrible. Terrible. All right. So the study is bunk. Oh, I mean – and just remember, you've, you and the way I teach you is think about it. Okay, risk takers. You know, carry it beyond the headline. <laughs> right, right. What is a risk taker? Well, it's somebody who might get hurt. Yeah. And if you get hurt, you're more likely to take Tylenol. That makes sense. Yeah. There's an epidemic of cracked teeth. Not crack. Teeth. Teeth. What's up? Well, I, I, the dentists, and it's not scientific. Okay, but dentists are. Pretty grim people. I mean, you know, they're like, you know, because they see, you know, every time they touch somebody, ah! you know, so they're not the happiest people in the world. Okay. Anyway, except Thank for, you Macon. for that. Well, Macon's not really a dentist, is he? He's a gum guy. But anyway, um, <laughs> what's happening? 
I mean, they're getting all these calls. Yeah. And, you know, the mowers are cracked. They're cracking. And it's not from eating walnuts in the shell. No. I think it's the stress that we're under. And we're yeah. under a lot of stress from the COVID. We're under a lot of stress from the economic disaster that we have uh, created in response to COVID, and rightly so. Yeah. And, you know, all the news, you know, everybody's you know, uh, breaking into houses. Uh, people are saying that it's okay to steal because that's reparations for slavery. <laughs> the, the world has gone crazy. Now, what do we do? We've got to find ways to relax. We've got to find, you know, mindfulness techniques. And, and let me tell you, before you start chewing on your own teeth, yeah. learn how to take deep breaths. And it's it's a really good technique. You take a big, deep breath, you close your eyes, you hold it, and then you breathe out. Now, you don't rapidly breathe in and out because that'll, be, that'll give you dizziness and stuff. What that does is when the lungs expand all the way, it's the negative reinforcement. So the positive reinforcement to your nervous system gives you adrenaline. You get all excited. Your teeth clench. Yeah. If these deep breathing things help reduce that. Now, what else does it? Yoga. And what else does it? Moderate exercise. Take a walk. Yeah. Walk your dog. Turn off the news. I mean, really? it's just the news is horrible. I mean, it, our country is so much better than people want to. You know who Osama bin Laden? Yeah. He has a niece yeah. named, you know, Betty bin Laden. I don't know. <laughs> but she <laughs> loves America. Yeah. And she has written, look this up, Google, Betty bin Laden. No, bin Laden's niece. <laughs> and she's written an article saying, America, stop it. You're self-flagellating. Everything's great in America. We got problems, but there are worse problems than the rest of the world. And so that's what I want everybody to say. Things are not that bad. We've got problems, but we're Americans and we're from multiple cultures. We mm-hmm. can use each other's special knowledge and we're going to be fine. I think so too. I think so. But we got to turn off the news. Oddly enough, on many radio stations right now, we're about a half a minute away from the news. Well, I hope but it's stay, good. You know, just enjoy the, the news. Yeah, what's the big story today? I don't even know. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Yeah. Listen, you can listen to this radio program on a lot of different places and ways. But I want to make sure that you listen on Apple Podcasts or just go to our website, which is hearthealthradio.com, and you will get a tell the special telephone number. You can call us anytime. And Facebook Live, Franklin. Right. We fall. This is Heart Health Radio. Heart Health Radio is for information purposes only. Before taking any action, consult your doctor.